Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Step into the shopping center of the future. A world filled with exciting ideas. The 21st century is here today. Imagine more than 50 shops and restaurants on five different levels. Shopping malls hold a special place in our collective memory. Those of a certain age will fondly recall their favorite hangout spots or mall food courts or going with friends to specific shops. For those of us who grew up in Arizona, malls became the place to beat the heat or to be insulated from our rare cold days. Malls gave us a refuge where we could enjoy waffle fries from Chick-fil-A or get a beefy hot sandwich from Steak Escape. You could even slip into a dollar movie theater to watch that summer blockbuster just one more time. Jesus Christ, Doc, you disintegrated Einstein. Calm down, Marty, I didn't disintegrate anything. The molecular structure of both Einstein and the car are completely intact. Where the hell are they? The appropriate question is, when the hell are they? But the age of the mall is sunsetting. Many of the centers have shut down, often pushed out by online shopping and newer shopping concepts that feature experiences. For those in the heart of Phoenix, Metro Center was one such mall. For decades, it was a beloved hub for many in the community. But it succumbed to the changing trends and finally closed its doors in the summer of 2020. It's now headed for redevelopment that includes a mixture of businesses and retail. In the East Valley, Fiesta Mall is another retail giant that has seen its heyday come and go. Now, just a boarded-up husk, the 1.2 million square foot behemoth only attracts skateboarders, angsty teenagers, and parents teaching their kids how to drive. Surrounding the mall, the various stores have also seen decay, but some have been revitalized and new restaurants have appeared. The nearby Target is always buzzing with patrons. But attempts to remake the district have gone in fits and starts, primarily due to the sad eyesore of Fiesta Mall. Welcome to Valley 101, a podcast from the Arizona Republic and azcentral.com, where we answer the questions you ask about Metro Phoenix. I'm your producer, Kaylee Monahan. In this episode, we tackle the question, what's next for Fiesta Mall? Hi, I'm Joshua Bowling, and I cover Mesa and Gilbert for the Arizona Republic. If anyone knows about Fiesta Mall, then it's Joshua. As an East Valley native, he's seen the rise and fall of the Fiesta community. For the last two years, Fiesta Mall has sat completely vacant. While the majority of the stores left in 2017, a couple of holdouts stayed until 2020. 
It's not being used for anything. Some of the surrounding businesses, restaurants, hotels, those sorts of things are still operating, but everything in the mall is, is sitting dormant right now. In its prime, Fiesta Mall was a center of retail and dining. The nearby blue glass building on the east side of Alma School used to house Bank of America offices. The Olive Garden and Mimi's Cafe were the places to go after orchestra recitals and sports competitions. The mall opened in the fall of 1979 at the intersection of Alma School and Southern Avenue with the US 60 at its back. Home to Dillard's, Sears, and Macy's, Fiesta had an air of modern chicness. And while not as fancy as Scottsdale Fashion Square, Fiesta felt classy but approachable. I think anybody who grew up in the East Valley or spent any amount of time there in the last couple of decades has a Fiesta Mall story. Uh, you know, it opened in the, the late 70s, just about 10 years after Tri-City Mall opened up on Dobson. And what we saw back then was Fiesta kind of taking some of that growth from Tri-City. Uh, some of the bigger stores moved into Fiesta. A lot of the traffic went that way. And it really thrived for the better part of 30-ish years uh, off of Alma School. I found Fiesta Mall as my place to escape. That's Kelly Mixer, editor at the Queen Creek Sun-Times and current resident of Gilbert. We met nearly 10 years ago at the East Valley Tribune. She was one of the first people to reply when I put out the call for Fiesta Mall memories. Kelly moved to Mesa from St. Louis, Missouri in 1997. It was comforting to be able to go and walk around and do things for my bridal registry and once we finally did get married, it was my place that I was constantly going for returns. I also uh, bought a lot of my new work attire there for the desert living. Following her husband-to-be, she recalls that time as a whirlwind. I was 27 at the time, moving to someplace strange, not knowing anybody but my husband and the people that I worked with and just coming here and uh, moving in May was interesting because uh, he he's a teacher and he actually left me for the summer to go work at another job. And I was left uh, my first summer all by myself and uh, planning my wedding and starting a new job and trying to set up a new household in Mesa. It was uh, really interesting. Kelly describes herself as part of the mall rat generation, particularly in the 80s and into the 90s. Malls were the place to hang out. Let's go to the mall, everybody! Go! Come on, Jessica! Come on, Tori! Let's go to the mall, you won't be sorry. Lainey Coda, a longtime Mesa resident, has many fond memories of Fiesta Mall. Well, being dropped off as a teenager, you know, with your best friend and going around and shopping and probably not having any money to shop, but you go round and round and round anyway. <laughs> she remembers hours spent just hanging out at the mall. And for this part of Mesa, Fiesta Mall was, after all, the place to be. 
I even um, worked at Sears. I forgot about this till just now, but I worked at Sears um, in the, the little jewelry section near the elevator. They had, it wasn't part of Sears. It was like a third party and you could buy like jewelry and chains and necklaces by the inch or the foot or whatever it was. But um, I was really good at it actually. <laughs> And then eventually I worked at Fajita Prima, <laughs> the Mexican place, sometimes in the kitchen, a lot of times behind the register, just because I like to interact with the people more and the lines you would get at Christmas time. Like I totally have a picture in my head of like how long our lines were. It was insane. So what led to Fiesta's slow demise? The Arizona Republic's Joshua Bowling says it's a multifaceted answer. One reason is the plethora of shopping centers that sprung up in various sections of the East Valley over the decades. So you had more regional malls pop up, like Superstition Springs down on Power Road in the U.S. 60. And a lot of that in the early 2000s kind of siphoned some of that traffic off of Fiesta to the point where it just kept dwindling and dwindling. In quick succession, newer, shinier malls were put up, including Chandler Mall and Tempe Marketplace. While Chandler Mall has a more traditional mall feel to it, both retail hubs offer experiences that Fiesta did not. Higher-end stores, brand-new Harkins movie theaters, spaces for play, and in the case of Tempe Marketplace, a venue for live performances. Joshua and many retail experts across the country also point to the rapid dominance of online shopping as a sword to the knees of shopping malls. Why drive to the mall when you can order from the comfort of your own home? But it's not all doom and gloom for every mall. Brick and mortar isn't dead, but I think what the experts would tell you, what they tell me, is that it's changed a lot. Uh, there's been a lot more emphasis in recent years on and it, it kills me to use this term, but experiential retail is, is kind of the buzzword the industry uses right now. Uh, it's kind of that idea of anything you can interact with. Yeah, Fiesta Mall died and it, it kind of atrophied for years and years before it died. But you have places like Scottsdale Fashion Square that are stronger than ever. And there are all sorts of things inside that mall that aren't retail. There's dining, there's, you know, wonder spaces, experiences, stuff that, that you're going to put on social media, you're going to take pictures and put on Instagram. Uh, if you look out in the West Valley, Westgate is having a lot of similar success. Before we can tackle what's next for Fiesta Mall, we first need to ask, what's happening now? Part of the reason why the mall property is just sitting there is because it's gone through the hands of multiple owners. So when the mall closed in 2017, there were five owners and they didn't really have a unified vision for what they were going to do with it. And it, it was really uh, kind of hodgepodge who owned what. Somebody owned the parking lot, somebody owned some of the interior walkways, somebody owned the interior stores, but not the walkways between all of the stores. So you got this really kind of strange checkerboard of, I own this, but you own that, and I don't like your plan for what's gonna move forward, so we're just not gonna have an agreement. And plans for anything new once it closed just kind of stalled because of that. Now the mall only has two owners. One is Jerry Tokoff, 
whose company Dimension Financial and Realty Investments owns the mall's interior and parking lots. The other is Steven Johnson, whose company Verdi Fiesta One owns the former Dillard's and other big box stores. They have hinted that there is a big announcement coming up, but as to when that will be publicly released is still unknown as of this recording. But Mesa Mayor John Giles is confident change will happen soon. We never stop working on uh, trying to figure out what's the next use for this property. And so I, I think very, yes, absolutely something could happen this year. Mayor Giles was born and raised in Mesa. He's seen the city grow and change over the years. Fiesta Mall and the surrounding retail and restaurants made the area a real destination, he says. It was kind of the center of the universe for not just Mesa, but for the East Valley. We need to remember there were over 150 stores there, including, you know, five big anchors. So, so this was a, a huge part of the, not just the Mesa economy, but the Mesa culture. You know, that this is where everyone went to do anything. You know, if you needed to buy a screwdriver or a pair of pants or you know, anything in between, you know, Fiesta Mall was the source for all of that activity. The mayor says that he and Mesa Councilmember Francisco Heredia have been working hard to get the owners of the mall together and nail down a plan for the property's future. It's not to their advantage for this piece of property to sit, you know, undeveloped. This is very valuable property uh, and something very special, you know, uh, needs to come to that piece of property. I, I want it to be something special. I want it to be something that you know, not just another street corner, you know, with another strip mall and another uh, apartment complex. It, it's so strategic. It needs to be something. Uh, and, and it's such a unique uh, opportunity to have that much property, you know, uh, capable of, of being redeveloped. So I, I'm open to any good ideas, but certainly that the city would, would appreciate it if there were employment opportunities that were there. That would be great for us. Mesa Council member Francisco Heredia's district oversees the land where the mall sits. He says Fiesta Mall is a concern for the community. It's a topic of discussion at every conversation that I have, uh, of course, and they want to see things being developed and not see, uh, you know, dormant and, you know, shuttered. Heredia echoes what Mayor Giles says. The city of Mesa wants to see the land put into use. We as a, as a city, me as a, as a citizen and resident of Mesa and as a council member would like to see something uh, there at the mall moving forward uh, because it's, it's such an important area for our city. As we spoke, you can hear both his eagerness but also some frustration. Heredia, like everyone else near Fiesta Mall, would like to see it resurrected. I think us encouraging development around there. That's what we've done over the last decade. Several companies have come in and redeveloped uh, old strip malls, have added new employment to this area around Fiesta Mall. The city itself has upgraded uh, Southern Avenue uh, to be more pedestrian. Uh, we added uh, dark fiber, which is increased uh, internet speeds for any companies or any businesses that want to uh, locate there. So uh, as a city and I think as other companies have come in into that corridor, I, I think we've done uh, the best that we can. I, I think hopefully 
uh, that spurs up uh, additional conversations and movement uh, in them to, you know, figure out what we want to, what we all want to see is, you know, a new life in this area. So for now, the answer to our question, what's happening with Fiesta Mall? The short answer, nothing. But the long answer is that talks with the mall's owners are continuing. The city of Mesa would like to see the land developed into a unique destination that will provide jobs and serve the community. To that end, Mesa has poured resources into encouraging new businesses surrounding the mall. While the sprucing up of Southern Avenue is eye-catching, the area has solid bones. As everyone I spoke with told me, it's a prime location ripe for a facelift. And as a Masonite myself, who recalls the wonder of Fiesta Mall as a child, I can only hope the property is turned into something everyone near and far can enjoy. If I had a magic wand, I personally would love to see the mall transformed into a park of some kind, with space for families, live performances, and new dining concepts. For now though, Fiesta Mall will remain the domain of skateboarders and teen drivers. If you have more questions about Fiesta Mall, Mesa, or shopping malls in other parts of Metro Phoenix, submit them to our team at valley101.azcentral.com. I'm producer Kaylee Monahan, and thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you're a regular listener of our show, please consider supporting it by subscribing to azcentral.com. And if you're a fan of Arizona politics, be sure to check out The Gaggle, our sister podcast that breaks down local issues and helps you keep up with the state's political news. We'll catch you next week.